Hey, 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 welcome, welcome. It's Zach and Jason. Hello, hello. How are we doing tonight? Pretty good. How are you doing, man? <sighs> not too bad. Not too bad. Try not to uh, be outdoors at all. Oh, not me. This is uh, bad. I uh, I spent quite sweaty. a bit of time outdoors today, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. You got like a hornet's nest thing going on. <laughs> Wasps. Oh, wasp. Yeah, I went outside and put the uh, the umbrella up um, over the uh, the little picnic table thing that we have on the deck. And sure enough, I found uh, about 10 or 12 wasps just like in the folds of the umbrella. And I, uh, I was worried that I was going to get stung, but then I was like, you know what? I ain't scared of you. And then they just... And then they, they looked at me, and I gave them like this Arnold Schwarzenegger look, and they were like, okay, we're out. Yeah. Yeah. Wasps don't die when they sting you, right? No, they don't. They keep stinging. Now, what's the difference between a wasp and a hornet again? Um, one of them uh, was played by Seth Rogen. Oh. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I hated the Green Hornet, by the way. Um, I actually liked it. I didn't really? think it was bad. Oh, man. I don't I know. I mean, it was Seth Rogen. I mean, you can't really do anything about that, but for what it was. I mean, <laughs> Seth Rogen. He played good against Kato. I mean, he was okay. t- a total dick. Yeah. Um, and Kato saved the day. I, I can't remember the, the actor's name, but he was great in he it. He was good, yeah. Um, Christoph Waltz, he's he was great as... Um, God, what was his name? The Red something. He had that badass gun with like the dual, the the pistol I act, with the I dual I don't barrels. remember it that well because I hate Seth Rogen that much. Um, well, everything I he does have is the just movie a... uh, somewhere over here because uh, I have all of those sort of like oh, hero you have movies. That movie? Yeah. Why'd you get it? Well, because it's like a DC oh, you... comic movie. I mean, like oh, that's... you bought it before you watched it. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I pretty much. It was actually hard for me not to buy. I, I like to buy things when I have a collection. So all the Marvel movies, all the DC movies, stuff like that, I have all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the Fast and Furious. Yes, I have all, all of them, too. Um, I actually wrote, almost bought the newest one today. Yeah. And I walked right past it, and I was like, oh, man, I have all the other Fast and Furious movies. Wait, Fast X? Yeah. That's out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, man, I, I should probably grab that while I'm here at the store. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well... I don't know. Maybe I should wait for it to be on a streaming service first. Yeah. But then I was like, but no, I have all the other ones. I mean, even though they all suck, I, I still have them, and I want to keep that whole uh, thing of the collection going. Right. You know, it was like back when we had baseball cards. You know, just because you didn't like Jose Canseco mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you didn't want to get his business – or not business cards, baseball card. Yeah, know? that's a very uh – that's a reference. <laughs> a the reference to how get. old I am. Hey, baseball cards. Duncan, did you ever have baseball cards? Uh, I didn't. I, I was more of a Yu-Gi-Oh guy growing oh. up. Nah, see, Not a Pokemon? That's younger you were a Yu-Gi-Oh me. guy? Yeah, I was 100% a Yu-Gi-Oh kid. Oh, man. I couldn't get into Yu-Gi-Oh. I think that was after my time. Uh, after your time? Oh, yeah. I mean, Pokemon was like just slightly after my time because I was, I was born 99. What was that weird like in-between phase where... You know, I came up in Pokemon like I was like fifth, sixth grade. Mm. It was huge. We all had the cards. We all played the games. We all watched the show. Like 96? Yeah. And then it went dormant for a bit. And then like all, when all my friends were were college. You remember Pogs? When Pogs, were those? Yeah, well, Pogs were before us. That, that was Pogs were like the little pill things, right? That you like flick around. They were like, like the flat little wooden circles, tw- card oh. token type thing. Yeah. And okay. you'd slam them on the stack of Pogs. I don't know what the object was. It was like marbles where I. Nobody really understood like the rules. Or whatever the fuck. You just hit the thing with the thing and take the thing. It's like jacks. Yeah. Nobody really knew how to play. Yeah. But did you... Okay, so yeah, Pokemon, it was huge for a bit. Like the N64 games, Pokemon Stadium, yeah. Pokemon Snap. And then it went away. And then around when all my friends were college-aged, they were, they were pulling out their Game Boy Advances, playing it again. I'm like, I thought this wasn't cool. I thought this was stupid. And then it just blew up ever since then i mean i i played pokemon growing up on like the game boy and stuff i just wasn't into the cards like mm. i just i just bought abby uh pokemon omega sapphire or alpha sapphire for the 3ds is that the open world one no that's the that's the remaster of gen 3 for the for the 3ds and okay. she's never played a pokemon i was like what the fuck like she's never played a pokemon any pokemon i've never mm. played that either <sighs> you need to yeah. If you have like a DS or a Switch or That's something. That's not true. Wait, you no, play Pokemon? No, I do not. Pull out that fucking dinosaur game. That's, That's Pokemon, not Pokemon. <laughs> with Jurassic Park. It's it's Jurassic. It's a Jurassic yeah, Park skin over Pokemon. Okay, do you catch the dinosaurs? 
and you battle. get their DNA. He's driven me home on like a winter's <laughs> night, and he's pl- <laughs> he has the phone in his goddamn hand, <laughs> risking life and limb, my life and limb. Yeah, yeah one you know slip what? Away from black ice. I had my. Also, you can catch a Stegosaurus. Get it right. Yeah. Got to catch know, them all, a- right? <laughs> You know, I I still play that game, and it's been I, I'm pretty sure I've been playing that game for seven years. You're the, you're probably keeping it running, like you, like. Well, I don't pay for it. Well, yeah, but what happens? I, I'm to not these VIP games, like, anymore. Like, do they track your your like account info or like? Well, I just mean like what at what point do they data? get rid of these know. games? Honestly, yeah. I do it just out of habit. Sometimes now, I mean, like, yeah, I'll be sitting like, in the bathroom and I'll be like, oh, let me play this. They or, kill Halo servers, but this shit's still running. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I remember when like Wii's were like all the rage, oh, and then man. all of I a sudden Wii like bowling. the Switch comes around. The what Wii. happens to those lobbies? Are those like uh, oh the Wii network is completely gone? It, they they shut that shit down. All those oh. games that people bought, like the well, like you can buy or like if you bought those games, you can still download them. Yeah, but you can't like go and to the eShop. So a lot of people are jailbreaking their Wii's. I've been thinking about doing it for my DS. Nintendo or no, I haven't. <laughs> yeah. Don't let uh, the Nintendo good folks at N- N- Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo. 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 Nintendo 64? Nintendo. Um, so, yeah. What the fuck were we talking about before Pokemon? Pokemon. <laughs> we were talking about wasps. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. The difference between, between wasps and, and between hornets. wasps and hornets, and then we started talking about movies. Um, yeah, I don't okay, know. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever personally actually seen a hornet. I, I wouldn't know what a, it looks like com- in comparison. They're to like a the wasp. yellow jacket, like well, the stripy ones. But I they're like hornets mean. had like the the very thin middle part, and then their ass was like giant and massive, Big and they're like black. They're like yeah. jet black. Because I mean, I had a Charlotte like Hornets that. hat when I was in high school, but I think everybody in the '90s had a Charlotte's Hornet hat or like mm. the Windbreaker. All that stuff's coming back. Oh yeah, in a I mean, huge way. Vintage clothes is coming back like crazy. Yeah, like, I mean, last year I found a. I forgot what kind of sweater it is, but it was like a nice cashmere sweater, and I was just like twelve bucks had a couple holes in it. It's a five hundred dollar fucking sweater, like brand new, and it's like what the fuck? It was like a Goodman something. Yeah. Oh no, I'll, I'll get back to y- y'all on that. But well, so according to uh, the internet. Uh, hornets do have a, they're much more aggressive and their stings are more painful and they are a darker color. Um, a wasp is the typical yellow and black, but a hornet is like black with more of like a goldish orange or maybe like a kind of a burnt wow. umber kind of look to it. Wasps aren't good to look at. Hornets, you can at least admire. Okay, they're dangerous, but they look cool. See, I like bees. I think bees are very aesthetically pleasing. They're cute. Yeah, like bumblebees. Bumblebees are so cute, dude. Queen exactly. bees. Like, yeah. I'm, like, they're I'm so allergic fuzzy. to bees, and they're, but they're cool. Yeah. Like, one sting and I'm gone. I'll still freak out when they're near me, but. See, that's the thing. You got to, like, you got to keep calm. I know. Same thing with, like, spiders or, or lizards. Yeah. Because y'all don't have, like, too I know your cat is going crazy. Oh, Zambi oh, like, loves to be here while we're recording. Little love fiend. Yeah, I don't mind him one bit, but like, shit, where was I going with that? Okay, so, fuck, what was that thread? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody gets distracted by the cat as soon as we're recording. Stupid cat, throwing us off. Don't get up on the table, buddy. Uh, It doesn't matter. We're talking about wasps, Um, bees. Wasps and bees, and wasps are just not fun visually or... we We had a nest right outside of our dining room window so we couldn't open it up and so mm. we called our maintenance for our apartment they tore it like knocked it down there's another one starting already there was one in between like the two windows because I, li- I live in like a shitty apartment yeah and so like it's like one window and then there's like a little space and then like another window and you know that spray that you use to get rid of them it's yeah. basically like motor oil yeah pretty much i mean you you got to spray it down like really heavily and almost saturate the nest so mm-hmm. that they can't come back. I just yeah. want to... I'm trying to stay away from all that because it's all cancer-causing shit. It's all just, chemicals. And, well, yeah. of course, but, I mean, what's the alternative? How are you going to get rid of them? Fucking, I don't know. Put it in a bag. 
Yeah, Take just grab one. <laughs> Take a knife. <laughs> I got one growing up on my porch light by my front door. It's yeah. really small right now, so I think uh, I could just carve it out. But uh, they'll come back. I mean, if they, if they want that spot, they're gonna take that yep. spot. I mean, they, 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 they came do. back for for the dining room window for me. So really, it, just coating it in motor oil. oil, like one of them got in, in the in between, and I had a little bit of raid, and I just killed him right there. Mm. But I'm not going out there and fucking with that. We myself. used to get them up at the corner of the of the eaves in the, at my old house, mm -hmm. like right up in the corner of of the roof, and I would literally go out there with that spray stuff. And I'd spray up there, and it was probably, like, a good 15 feet up, mm -hmm. you know? And literally, like, dozens of them would come out of there and just start hovering around and stuff. You really have to, like, spray it mm -hmm. and then run. Mm. Oh, yeah. You got to be ready get to get up. get your exit plan because they will come after you, too. I don't understand how people are beekeepers with, with like, that shit, getting stung all the time and all that. Yeah. I, well, they have that sweet, outfits sweet that they wear. I mean, yeah. I, I had a friend who whose parents, like, like for beekeepers when I was in high school and he would like they can sting through the suit and shit. Mm. I just, think they don't they have like the smoke things too to try to like the yeah, pumps. Yeah, like the fumigator. Yeah, the fume pumps, yeah. Yeah, like sedate the bees or whatever. I actually wanted to get uh, a couple bee like oh, it'd be sick. houses out here and stuff like that, but apparently Well, apparently I, I think Jamie looked it up and for some reason you can't really have that in town or like in the city limits or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. But I guess what it's could a go thing. wrong? They could turn into zombies. <laughs> zombies. Oh yeah. shit! Maybe we should. Haven't draw you a seen zombie. my girl? Oh, little Macaulay Culkin. Little Macaulay Culkin. I've seen parts a, of it. Stung by a bee. No, I, I actually haven't really watched that. Are beekeepers responsible if, like, if you have a bee and it stings a kid who's allergic to bees? Nope. No, because it's like a wild animal, you know. It, yeah, it but like, if your dog, like. Rips off a kid's face. But dogs can be domesticated. Be a bee is an insect that has like a lifespan of like what, twelve weeks, something like that. Yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm pulling that number out of my ass. Probably. They, they, they have a short <laughs> lifespan. I mean, obviously, yeah. when they sting somebody. They, well, they yeah, migrate too, so they got to live a little bit of a length of yeah. time. That's what Google's for. <laughs> right. It <laughs> is. Yeah. Yeah. All uh, hail Giggle Google. It. I can pull out my fucking phone with the castle. Yeah, it's, it's, it's greedy fine. little. Yeah. That's so <laughs> <it's> my chair. <laughs> so we're already like you know, out out talking about this other stuff. I mean, so we should could, we talk we could business, keep, boys? We could just keep talking about uh, you know movies and zombies and <laughs> zombie bees. Zombies. Zombies. I'm, I'm drawing a zombie. That's that's well, that's it. Hey man, it's a long. Doesn't episode. Even matter, uh, matter what we talk about the rest of the okay. episode. That's what I'm. I'm gonna I'm have to throw on. some wild shit out just to oh, yeah. tantalize you. Right, I've already wrote it down. Zombies. Yeah. Zombies. By the way, wait a minute. Who is this guy? Who who's here with who's us? Who's me? Just some guy we found off the street. Man, they said they'd give me twenty dollars to to sit here and talk into a microphone. Play so with the cat. Yeah, I'm chilling with the cat. What's your name, man? My name is Duncan. Duncan. I make doors. Doors. Duncan door. The Duncan door the doorman. Yeah. Hello. Duncan the door maker. Yeah. So where Can are you, you from, Duncan? I'm from I'm I'm from everywhere, honestly. I grew up or I was born in Toledo, Ohio, and I moved around a bunch. I I lived a lot of my developmental years in Louisville, Kentucky. So I like to say I'm from Louisville or mm -hmm. Toledo, whichever suits me in the time being. Mm -hmm. But uh, I know yeah. uh, I know a guy that owns a couple tattoo parlors in uh, Toledo in oh. that area. They're called Ink. I think they're called Ink Masters. Yep, Ink Masters. Yeah, a guy yeah. guy named Yimmy. Yeah, I'm, he's I'm, he's Pretty cool guy. I've heard some good things about them. I know uh, my friend Zach got a, a piece done on his arm. Yeah, a couple like dudes uh, that work there. Uh, one guy Leo and uh, this other guy. Um, they came over and uh, did a guest spot here at Neon Dragon. Um, That's cool. Man, back that was like 2007 when they came down here. Yeah, because it was before the flood. It was the year I got married because uh, it's my ex-wife. Um, but it, uh, while we were on our honeymoon. Couple of the guys from Yimmy's shop, from Toledo, Ohio, came and and hung out at Neon Dragon for me and and kind of kept the shop going. And that's actually where Jr. came into play, oh. because he was just a friend of mine. He wasn't the piercing guru that he is now. He was just a buddy of mine, and that I tattooed him through. Actually, I met his wife first, tattooing her, 
and he watched the shop while these two dudes from Toledo were were at my shop. Can't trust fun. those Toledo guys though; they're crazy. A uh, Jr. was a little he was a little sketched out by them. They were a little uh, rough and tumble. Oh yeah, uh, it's it's a yeah. it's a Rust Belt town. I mean, we're the glass city. We we made a lot of glass. We make the the a lot of jeeps for uh, the American market and shit. Is there? We're yeah. rough rough working town. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's it's on the up and up according to my grandparents because you know they still live out there. Yeah. But you know they're old, so <laughs> local news and all that. But right. Maybe they're trying to get you back out there. Oh, that they definitely are. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever live in Toledo again though. I I've actually I mean, never been there, so I don't know. Maybe what, it, what would it take for you to move back there? Like, what would they have to have there? I'd have to uh, get a lifetime membership for free Tony Paco's chili dogs. Cause it's chili like, dogs? It's like a Toledo signature. They're chili dogs and fried pickles. Like, celebrities will come there and, like, sign hot dog buns and shit. <laughs> what? Like, oh, yeah, like, I took Abby there. And ketchup? No, like with with like a marker. Ronald Reagan has been there. Oh, I think I've heard of that because they save them, right? Yeah, they put, and they put them on the wall. Let me let me pull some, up some. Yeah, I've never cheese. even heard of this. Is crazy. Oh, and the I kind of want to go to Toledo so now. So and, and in Toledo, now. there's two main chili dog places. There's Rudy's, mm -hmm. which is kind of like a cafeteria style. Uh, they have a bunch of like taxidermy on the walls. It's really weird. Yeah. And then and then there's Tony Paco's, which is kind of more of like a Hungarian family style, like. It's not like a hot dog, hot dog there. It's like a Hungarian like sausage. I wouldn't have guessed Hungarian from oh. Tony Paco's. Oh, I mean, like the name. I, I wouldn't either. And like yeah. Toledo's a Polish town for the most part, so it's like Hungarian. Like what the, what the fuck? I, I gotta find some of these pictures. That's funny too. You mentioned taxidermy. I, my grandpa wanted me to be a taxidermist. Oh God! When really? I was a, when I was a kid. That shit's so creepy. Yeah. He bought me like some books and stuff on. Wait, how wait to a do minute taxidermy. now. Wait a minute now. Isn't uh, isn't it? Abby a little bit of a tax want to be taxidermist well she she like she pr likes to do that with like bones and skulls and stuff which is like, that a different I, genre is that technically taxidermy no I think that's just like finding bones and <laughs> bleaching them like she'll put them come on dress peroxide. it up Duncan don't make her sound so weird <laughs> I mean like I found a femur in a lake here <laughs> in a creek and like I was, I was I fishing I was trying to get rid of it I was fishing and I just like I was like what's this oh it's a bone and I gave it to Abby, and now it's somewhere in my apartment. <laughs> I don't know exactly where. Like, we went to an abandoned town, like, Downey, Iowa. It's like has, like, 100 people. Yeah. And we were just walking along the railroad tracks, and we found, like, a possum that was hit, and it was just the bones. So she took them and, like, soaked them in peroxide. I remember her talking yeah. about that. Yeah, now she has it, like, framed off on, like, a thing she thrifted. So, like... I guess it's like taxidermy. It's definitely an art form. Oh yeah, for sure, and it's yeah. it's nifty. It's a talking piece for sure. When mm -hmm. I have people over, yeah, I got the uh, the apprentices uh, little little glass jar things with uh, like uh, I got Ashley one with a raccoon skull in it, and Abby one with a, a possum skull. Oh in yeah, it, those are pretty know, neat. Those yeah, are really cool. Uh, this girl uh, locally, Jacqueline Kalias, she uh, she makes them, and man, she does amazing artwork with those things. Um, lots of lots of bones and flowers and resin. So I gotta ask you, Dunk. Uh, before you, before I forget, have you tried flying weenie yet? Flying? I don't even. Oh, here in here in town, mm -hmm. I have not. That's the <clears throat> that's the place with the plane, right? Yeah, I haven't tried it either. I've lived here pretty much all my life, and I've never tried flying weenie. You've tried flying weenie? No, no, really. <laughs> I I have, like lived, I have lived I have lived here right? since 1994. I, I moved away for a while, but never. Ooh. <laughs> Never have I ever eaten at Flying Weenie. It's like an institution here, apparently. But I've heard uh, maybe maybe things. the three of us should go there. Oh yeah. We, yeah, we should. We should take a trip to the Flying Weenie and and just walk in and be like, "Well, what do you got Only here?" Only if they let us eat off the wing of the plane. That's how yeah. We got to. We well, sit, we know we know there. you're gonna have to get a chili dog. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, do they have chili dog? Uh, well, I, I assume. Hope so. I mean, they're. Um, yeah. They I sell mean, wiener wieners. So I always I mean, wanted to open surprised. a place called Cr Wieners. Yeah, like like a, a hot dog, like those mobile carts, and and have like a bun shaped mobile cart, but the wiener would stick a little bit further out and kind of curve up, and we would sell like foot long wieners in an eight inch bun, and our logo would, or our slogan would be, "CR Wieners, too big for your buns." That's yeah. that's that's amazing. That's, I wanted I, to do that. I was literally yeah. talking about like making a hot dog restaurant the other day. Well, now they have one, um, Moco. Oh, it was yeah, like yeah. a hot dog bar or something like that. 
Um, our, that was the Halloween. Yeah, the Halloween show that uh, the band played. Oh, yeah. Was at that place. Oh, yeah. I think I had a hot dog from there. They, they pretty, I ate something. I think that's all they have. Yeah. yeah. How are they? Are they pretty good? The, from what I remember, it was good. Yeah. I was drinking a little. What's so. your What's your go-to hot dog toppings? Are you a relish guy? Uh, so if I'm going to go like my perfect hot dog, it honestly would be a Tony Paco's hot dog with ch- chili mustard and onion. Mustard on a chili dog, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. I can't What's, do uh, mustard at all. Do they have any crazy signature ingredients? Like uh, they, like. I mean, the chili, like the chili, is really unique compared to other like, other like Ohio chili dogs. Like, y'all know what uh, Skyline Chili is? I've heard of that. It, it's a, it's a Cincinnati chili dog place, and like their chili is like really sweet, with and with the hot dog. And I'm not a fan of it. I don't fuck with it. They have Chili Mac as well. So mid, it's mm. mid, but uh, mid. I don't have a sophisticated chili palate. Like, like I've never tasted very like it's all the same, you know. It's surprising that Ohio has like a lot of chili dog like culture. It's weird how that happens. I know it's so weird. I've never even heard of like I, I like to think of myself as knowing quite a bit about other the places. country and other places, but yeah, I, I've only been to Ohio once. And if that was actually when I was a kid, and my grandpa used to take me in his truck in the summer times because he was a truck driver. And um, when I wasn't in school, he'd take me with, and we'd travel around. And oh, that seems like so much stuff fun, like though. that. Yeah, it was great. Um, sometimes he'd drop me off in California at my aunt and uncle's house, and I'd stay out there with my cousins for you know the summer. But we went to Ohio once, and there was an earthquake in Ohio. Was that in like two thousand? No, no, no. This was back in like the eighties. Oh shit. Yeah, and it was, was that like, like, oh, 80s? Dude, I, I'm pretty sure it was like, if I remember right, there was like some river ran backwards or some shit. Like, it, it was really crazy. Well, I was gonna, like, they do that fracking well, stuff still, right? Like, not in Ohio. That's a Pennsylvania thing. Okay. Or that probably eastern Ohio, like Youngstown, Akron area. I'm not super familiar with that side. Like, I know the, the western part of Ohio and central Ohio pretty well. Because, you know, I lived in Louisville from Toledo. You just take, like, 75 to 71. It's a straight shot. It's, like, four hours. Mm-hmm. It was 1996. 1996. I just looked it up. There was, there was indeed, January of 1996, uh, there was a 5.0 magnitude earthquake. Um, ah, that could have been it, though. I, I would have been to school in January. Hmm. Huh. I remember my my parents were telling me that when I was a baby there was a, a little earthquakes, so that would have been like early two thousand. But like that was just like a little dimple. That was just the earth cheering. That yeah, you, it was were, like, you yeah. were born. Fucking oh, fuck Duncan's yeah. here. Fuck yeah. Now we can party. Woo! Fuck yeah. We can party and just trash the fucking hotel room. Oh yeah, let let housekeeping take care of that yeah. shit. Um, so, oh, okay, okay, should we, uh, fuck, what's, what's the order of the day, guys? Well, we were, uh, you know, since we've kind of, you know, introduced Duncan here and, uh, we find out, you know, kind of where he comes from and stuff, um, he kind of mentioned a few things of, that I also kind of can associate with from where, you know, I was a child, like I said, my, my grandpa wanted me to be a taxidermist and he kind of touched a little bit about that you know we could talk about uh where we've come from obviously you know that seems to be a interesting topic mm-hmm. so uh do you want to go next Zach? um not much to it man i was pretty much born and raised around here i grew up in a little town called alvernet about mm. a half hour north of here uh sandwiched in between uh center point and central city yeah uh population about 700 Damn. k through 12 so i was around the same fuckers for 12 years and I grew up just outside of Alburnett. Was it like a one-room schoolhouse? Oh can you imagine? Like in the 1800s? No, it was like it was like one kind of. Uh, uh, it was a long building, right? But kind of L-shaped out. But you'd start at one end and slowly work your way to the other. Damn, that's crazy. And what was your graduating class? Like how many people are in it? Seventy. Something. Oh my God, I, I had seven hundred. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. So mine was only like three fifty, but still, it was. Yeah, it was a tight group of people. And, like, we, man, when you describe it, it's like we took classes out in barns. Like, it was some <laughs> hick shit. 
Oh my God, really? Yeah, it, it was, they were technically barns. They were temporary until the new addition got built, which, you know, took a few decades. Yeah. I certainly didn't see the, the end result. It's weird. I, I've, the last time I passed there, I was like, what the fuck's going on? Because all the windows now have these, they're not prison bars. They run horizontal, not vertical. Mm -hmm. It's like some weird kind of like dystopian sci-fi. And that's weird. Trimming, you know, you know, with like like all the the school shootings and shit. Like, we want to keep everybody in. Yeah, like I would want that window to be open. So yeah, I can get the fuck out of there. I think they look like they kind of like go up and like, it's kind of like a it looks like a lockdown measure. I, I it's the weirdest fucking thing. Maybe it's to stop people from getting in. But that stops people from getting out, too. Yeah. Like, if there's a fire, like, you need to get out the window, like, good luck. I remember one instance in about, I think it was a freshman, where there was a bombing threat, and we all had to go out. The whole uh, uh, procedure was line up all the school vans like we're letting people in or out. We're unloading or offloading for the day. Same thing. Just have them line up in front of the school. Yeah. And like, just all sit and wait. Which you think a watch bomb? It blow up. Watch it blow up. But like, I mean, maybe they got a bomb big enough to you know have some like get us further okay. away. You think? Yeah. <laughs> just across the street. Is I fine. think at one point they were gonna they were gonna drive us out, but that was their their weird uh, procedure. But yeah, I'm that, sure it made sense. Do you guys ever have the thing where you had to like get under a desk? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, do you mean like duck and cover? Kinda. Atomic I mean, bomb, like, shit. like, yeah. I'm not atomic bomb, but like, yeah. We like we had drills that you had stuff. to like get down, like on your hands and knees and hide under your desk. With with like the lockdown stuff, because you know I'm I'm marginally younger than y'all, so like you know I'm. New uh, what are you saying? You're old. I was born, in, I was born in the 90s. I'm, hey, I'm not saying nothing. What what year were you born? 1999. Yeah, Dang. yeah. You're like 24 years old. Talk about history. That's when I started tattooing. Yeah. I mean, you're at you're at the good age because anybody who was born after 9/11, I just can't, I can't. You're not even human to me. Yeah. You're like what? It's like, you're no, completely different it, human it took being. Me, it took me a minute for for Abby and I to, or for me to get past that with Abby because she was born in 02. <sighs> so it's like what the. Heck? It it's kind so of blew weird. my mind a little bit. Like I don't remember 9/11, but like, it was definitely like Boy, before yeah. and after. Oh yeah. Life for is sure. completely. Different. For sure. Um, but, yeah, so 99, huh? Yeah. Wow. And what, what, uh, where are you, Zach? 87. 87? See, and, and still, like, you're thinking, like, oh, man, I can't even understand these people. I'm sitting here thinking, like, man, 1985 was, like, one of the best years, man. It was so fun to be a kid then. Mm -hmm. You know, you had what cool movies like Back to the Future, you know, coming out in, in 1985. You had, uh, you know, Music, music like uh, Huey Lewis and the News, mm -hmm. um, shit, man, Ghostbusters, like all well, this cool stuff happen happening in the eighties. The party was effectively ending. They were they were ushering us out. Yeah. Back when I was born, because it, it was it was all becoming like, don't play ball tag. That's when all the fucking really. Um, oh man, we were still culture like, was starting to creep in. Yeah. Like we weren't quite in that. Not to get all boomer, but like you know, every kid gets a trophy kind of mentality. But like everything getting like very conscious of like don't let anybody get anything hurt, you know that kind of um, oh man, any, any kid in parenting. our school like got if you got first place at something, you were revered as like godly, right? <laughs> like everybody else it was, was a very fucking like, loser, like you know, and you literally would make fun of people. Yeah, like I mean that's that's just the way it was. Plus, you got you kicked know? out. Like you were, you know, you talk about how like it was kind of. Mentality: Your mom would kick you out of the house. Don't come home till Sunday. Oh yeah. Mm. By, Dude, my, by my, my family time, didn't know where I was. Oh, ever. same. Like, yeah. like when I was a teenager, I'd be out until fucking sunrise. My parents were just like, "Make sure you're home by sunrise. We we don't care where you are." See, and that's doing. weird to me hearing because most of the time nowadays people are like, so hovering like you're saying over the over the kids. I couldn't escape like a helicopter parent. Well, like a lot of kids nowadays are just on their fucking iPad. Well, now they're yeah, they're completely. Like, you know now many, I don't know. Do kids even want to go outside anymore? No, like not really. I mean, like, but also look at the neighborhoods that we have. Like, there's no sidewalks. There's no like designated area for kids to play or like anything for them to do. Mm -hmm. So they're just gonna stay inside on their iPads. Like, I'm amazed when I see kids playing outside. I always appreciate it. Like, oh, thank Christ! Like, they're yeah. still being kids out there. I mean, I I went skateboarding this weekend. This last weekend. First time I had in like 
10 years. You know? I mean, I do see some kids rolling by on their bicycles and stuff like that, you know, I, I but I only live a few blocks from a park. Yeah. So, you know, of course, there's a splash pad down there. There's ba- basketball courts. You know, people are people are doing things there. But in general, I feel like most people nowadays almost like confine their children because they're like worried about them getting stolen or whatever, which well, is a valid thing. But around the mid 80s was, was that whole Johnny Gosh, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your kid is? Kind of <laughs> oh, yeah, like swept the through TV the country. Thing, the TV program or like. Well, like, like is it ten o'clock? Do you know where yeah, your kid yeah. is? Yeah, and that, I think that came from Johnny Gosh when he was kidnapped, and he was he was somewhere in Iowa. I forget where exactly, but that was a big thing. Um, and then yeah, everybody was now everybody's gonna molest your kid and you know put them on the black market, shoot, put them on the black market, sell their organs, shoot them in school. They're not safe anywhere. Which I mean, I'd sell my own kids' organs myself. I mean, you know how much a kidney goes for nowadays? Right? Shit, we're gonna have to sell our own pretty soon. Oh, yeah. If not already. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was, you know, um, it was a lot of immobilization. And I was just outside of town, so it was like, man, it would be, it'd be like 10 minutes to get school, 45 minutes to get home. That was the bus route for me. And I was just like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes away. But dirt, gravel roads out in the country, it was far enough away where if I walk, it was like half a day to get to town. So, like, bailing. I would just be dependent on like people getting rides. It was hard to get out, just yeah. middle of nowhere, effectively. Couldn't take your bike anywhere because it's all hilly gravel roads. Blow so a tire. Blow yeah. a tire, fly off, hit something. Um, but I guess you know it kept me in. It kept me drawing. I guess it was kind of a, a cocoon for my development in terms of my art. So just a lot of days just sitting around drawing. Is that what you aspired to be? Then, like an artist? From a young age, it was animation and cartoons, comic strips, comic books. It was all in that area. Sure. Uh, before that, I, you know, but, you know, eventually I figured out I couldn't be my, the next Michael Jordan. It wasn't in the cards. <laughs> you know, around like five or six or so. I'm like, ah, no, nah, this whole athleticism thing. Yeah. Not so much. But I enjoy drawing. So it was, um, that was pretty much with me the one constant. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I didn't. I know moving around, um, haven't left the country. You know, pretty. And I, I would go outside with a shotgun and shoot at birds and stuff like that. With <laughs> when my mom was like twenty miles, you know, away it, in town working at the hospital, I'd be out on the farmhouse by myself. Yeah. yeah. Where was this? Loaded weapons. So I'm from Aberdeen, South Dakota. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to me as soon as Zach's done. But yeah. Oh, that was I, it, man. What oh, else? Was, you know? I mean, I I, kinda... I was just, you were talking about the out, you know, outside in the country, and I'm like, shit, man. I I didn't have anybody around me, man. I I'm only child with just my mom growing up, so she'd be working as a nurse in town, and I'd be out on the farm. Mm-hmm. And similarly, I rode the bus uh, to school for junior high, anyway. Um, but uh, it was like a. I was one of the last kids to be picked up, so it was only like a couple minutes from my house to into town for the school. But on the way home, it was like forty-five minutes to an hour that I was on that bus. Yeah. So I'd do all my homework right there on the bus, and then I'd get out and be able to play. I'd play outside all day, you know, until it was it, unless it was too hot out, you know. But then also we didn't have AC either. So, like, you'd have to suffer either way. Yeah, but uh, I played a lot of Nintendo. Like, a lot. What games? Super Mario Brothers, man. Tiger Heli, Top Gun, you know, all all of these older games. I I still have an Atari 2600. Oh, shit. Those games were motherfuckers. Like, they did not... They were unforgiving. I remember playing a lot of the NES stuff, and, like, there was no manuals. You couldn't make heads or tails of what was going on. I mean, like... Growing up, I'm I'm lucky to have walkthroughs and stuff because you know, like, how the hell are you supposed to know like Mega Man two, like what boss speeds what and whatnot? Like, yeah. I looked that up like right. Well, away. even just codes or or passwords or whatever. Trying to figure out the the puzzle of I remember hours and hours. Like, I would actually pause my video game so that I could go to sleep and then go to school and come back home and unpause it and continue to play mm-hmm. because there was like you know what the end castle on the very first super mario brothers you had to like run through like the bottom part then but then you'd have to jump up to the top part 
and then you'd have to jump down to the bottom and there was there was a a key to it you know you had to find the right combination of what type what times am i supposed to be on this level and then jump down to this one or else you would just repeat the same thing that that i remember that end shit and same with like castlevania and stuff man i or contra that was a big game that i played a lot too i'm getting flashbacks of the first tmnt game yeah, oh, where even the, the jumping mechanics were fucked. Yeah, where it's, it's like, like impossible to beat. Yeah, you jump from the platform to platform, but the ceiling would be too close to you, so you couldn't, couldn't get through. So you'd jump. have to do the weird running thing, and then you could only use Donatello because he was the only one worth a shit because he could hit yeah. the enemies from far enough where you didn't have yeah, to worry about Michelangelo it. Michelangelo had like fucking pussy pussy range. He has nunchucks. They're meant to right like extend yourself. I have th- I have that uh, that. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, like retro game yeah, on my they Wii, recently, uh, or not the Wii, the uh, um, was the handheld one, the DS, the mm. no fuck, Switch, um, the Switch, yeah. yeah. They recently came out with uh, the Cowabunga collection, a collection of all the like the NES. I think that's what Super I have. NES, yeah, yeah. Well, the, we played it at Tyler's fighter. house too. We played it at Tyler's house. You mean the old one? I and think then I, I went and bought it. it. No, the the new one. That's Ooh. the new one. Excuse me. Yeah. Shredder's Revenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, sorry. By the time I got there, we were playing yeah. fucking NBA, and I was like, oh, oh really? let's play Turtles again. Yeah. But, yeah, um, like, even even prior to that, like, we used to go to uh, Pizza Hut, and I remember having the sit-down, you know, table oh, yeah. games with Donkey Kong and Pac-Man, uh, stuff like that. But, but, yeah, I'm from Aberdeen, South Dakota, mm. which is apparently sized w- between... Zach's hometown and your hometown, you know, because it's uh, about thirty-five thousand people. Okay. So not not a huge place at all. There there are a couple colleges there. There's a big nursing college there. Um, there's a there's a little theme park type thing called uh, Storybook Land. Not not like any big rides like Six Flags would have or anything like that. But it's just a there's a castle there, and then there's like a a big pumpkin that you can rent out for birthday parties and it, it's all like storybook stuff mm. you know like jack and the beanstalk there's a big beanstalk and you can press this button and there's a giant up on there and then you'll hear this voice saying the little i don't Video know or whatever yeah the, the little uh poem or whatever the story um it's a nice place though i mean it's it's uh pretty famous for pheasant hunting mm. you know uh, uh tom Selleck, the magnum pi would come to Aberdeen, South Dakota every year to go pheasant hunting. So it's kind of like here in town when all of a sudden, like last week, you're hearing, oh, Ashton Kutcher and Mayla Kunis were here. You know, they were they went Did through... you say sc- Ashley Kutcher? Ashton Kutcher. You know, he went it's through like the, the, the scooters, uh, you know, drive through the other day. Like, yeah, he was he was here. Well, we had Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> or not Tom Cruise. Or uh, Jack Harlow. I went to high school with Jack Harlow. Oh really? Yeah, in middle school. Nice. Who's Jack Harlow? The rapper. Okay. Yeah, he tried to sell me his mixtape when I was in <laughs> seventh grade, and he was in eighth grade. And then I remember. Cause so I, you didn't buy I, it. No, I didn't. And then when I lived in Texas, I got held back because state testing and stuff. So when I moved back to Louisville, I was a freshman and he was a junior. And I remember I was at lunch when he dropped his his mixtape that like started to kick it off for him and everyone was like oh, have you listened to it it's so fire blah 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 and i'm just like i don't care and i fucking should have i didn't like the guy but <laughs> are you a fan of his music no not not really okay i, I so appreciate his like his hustle and his grind because he's been doing this since he was a kid you know mm-hmm. like that's some dedication yeah especially when you're selling your mixtape i mean there's oh yeah so many of those motherfuckers it's not even having a sound clock it's out selling your yeah physical your copies which honestly, looking back, it was always annoying when people did that. But I much prefer that to. Well, you got to hustle. Like check out my SoundCloud or like the reply guys on Twitter or X. Mm-hmm. It's uh, still getting used to that. It's more astroturf now. Yeah. Where it's like you you were there, mm. you saw the beginning. You know, you get to yeah. say I was. Yeah, I, I turned him down. And <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could mean, have shit, been his I producer, did. but no. Yeah, no. I, I could be not. part of his entourage now, but. But nah, I didn't roll with that crowd. No, Mm-mm. I was more of a hardcore kid. Yeah, I'm the door well, guy. Hey, now. I had a brush with fame too. Uh, one of my, uh, well, not classmates, but a grade above me, his cousin was one of the Columbine shooters. Really? And he looked exactly like the dude. 
it was weird. weird. That is, and he had the weird. same like aura of uh, like wild eyed, like something's wrong with this guy. Hmm. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. He was like he he would. It's kind of fun to hang around him because he was kind of like funny. He would have his moments, but it was always very uneasy. Yeah, it was like at any moment he could just like snap. Yeah, like he had that like that, that energy you just can't define, and you're that young. You, you're it's hard enough to to navigate, you know, social stuff. But when like stuff like a, that, you kind of you you're aware. Yeah, puts the hairs up on your neck. I'm yeah. pretty sure that uh, I'm probably the most famous person <laughs> from my uh, my high school. You think I, so? I literally don't think anybody else has done anything. I, I like not that I've done anything. Have you looked at people? Do you do you? Uh... I, I'm still friends with some of the people on Facebook and yeah. and stuff like that. Um, really, like, I don't I don't think anybody's really done anything crazy, amazing. Nobody's a famous rapper or, you know, a shooter or anything like that. We hey, did have a kid time. that was. It could uh, still happen. There there was a kid that he was a couple grades below me, that everybody made a big deal about because he was a a Native American kid and he was in the movie Dances with Wolves. Mm. Um, which oh, was cool. obviously filmed there in South Dakota too, and yeah, we have a, a pretty high Native American population. So yeah, my yeah. dad is originally from a uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So okay. that's the exact opposite corner from okay. Aberdeen. So Rapid City is like down here with so with everything here. cool, yeah, and Mount and Rushmore and Black yeah, Forest. yeah, and, and so like Aberdeen is up here about a 30, 40 minute drive from the North Dakota border. And about an hour and a half to two hour drive from the Minnesota border, oh, so we're, it's nothing. There's there's like flat land, a Just couple lakes the storm here and there. In. Yeah, I mean it's calm. You know, it, it's every time I go back home, I, I, it's almost like you cross that, that line, the state line, mm-hmm. and it's almost like this calmness comes over me, like okay, I'm home. This is this is where I belong, you know. And it's not where I belong, at least not where I'd want to be, but. It's that sense of home. It is. It's. It, I think that everybody has some sort of thing in them, ingrained to know where they're at. It's kind of like migratory animals. You know, they know where they belong. Yeah, they know where you know? to go. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, makes sense. I could see it. But yeah, I mean, I like mean, if you got strong roots, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, but we only had. I, I think I, I'm pretty sure we only had like 350 people in my graduating Damn. class. So. That's, a lot well compared to yours yeah you know but not compared to his yeah um i mean i could be wrong uh you know i i I paid attention to very little when i was there i pretty much went to school i had about two friends um i get along with everybody but i didn't really like interact very much i wasn't as outgoing as i am now um i was fairly fairly introverted introverted and shy um but uh, you know, I played guitar a lot. I would come home from school, plug in my guitar, put in a Slayer CD, and play along with it for you know about an hour. And then I'd go to work at Subway, and you know, then I'd come back home and watch movies or chill out. Just, yeah, just hang out. Oh, speaking of which, you know who came in the shop today with Subway? Fucking uh, Tyler's dad. Tyler's dad. Really? Yeah, oh. he, this guy stops in. He's like, "Is Tyler here?" I'm like, "No, nah, he's not here on Wednesdays." And he's like, oh, yeah, I was just going to bring him dinner or lunch or whatever. Oh. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm Tyler. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm his dad. Wow. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I never, never met him before. But that was, yeah. Just I don't think I've ever met him either. Yeah. Never met my dad either. Really short guy. <laughs> really? really? I'm kidding. No, he's huge. <laughs> oh, I was going to be like, come on. Nah. Tyler and his brother are both like six foot. No, nah, they, they came from up the beanstalk. That's yeah. where they hail from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sweet. So, uh, what now? Well, I mean, I guess uh, I could elaborate a little bit more. Elaborate. I mean, after after high school, um, you know, I, I never really knew exactly. I didn't have a specific calling in my head that I wanted to do. I kind of wanted to be an optometrist for a while. Um, I, I realistically had thought about uh, going into, like, uh, um, being an architect. Because I, I was always into drawing, but I was very specific about drawing. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have to have graph paper out, and I would draw specific shapes and perspectives and stuff like that. Um, similar to you, though, I did go into a little bit of comic-type stuff. I used to draw, you know, cartoon characters and stuff like that. I would draw Garfield. 
a lot, you know, and, uh, you know, Calvin and Hobbes. And I would imitate comic strips. Um, but, uh, yeah, I actually moved down here to Iowa um, to, uh, to go to Palmer, Daven- or Palmer Chiropractic College in Davenport uh, because I had ended up deciding that I wanted to be a chiropractor. But then that I just – I job shadowed a chiropractor for a while, and I was like, no, nah, dude, I, I don't want to do this. What made you not and want to do it? What was just the... dealing with people? Actually, really? Yeah, I I really I followed this guy around, and you know, client one would be, oh my back hurts, and then client two would be like, oh, right, what can you do for me? And I was like, man, this is negative, dude. This is too much bad energy. I don't I don't want to be around people that are complaining are complaining time. all day. You know, Were you so. The healer? Funny thing, I think somewhere along the line, I read the name Jason actually means healer or something like that. I don't know. That's weird. But uh, no, I, I decided it wasn't for me. Jason, and healer. So I, I had changed my major to elementary education because I've always been good with kids and I'm kind of childish myself. But uh, about that time is when my oldest daughter was uh, born. And then I just kind of dropped out of college for a while and. I actually you could have been a child chiropractor. I, I mean, that been. could have been. You could have found a niche there. Yeah. Well, at that point, I got a tattoo, and it was a design that I drew myself. Yeah. And the guy like complimented my drawing, and I was like, "Oh, that, that's nice." And then I went and got another tattoo that I drew as well. And this lady that did that tattoo was like, "Man, this is a really good drawing." And then it kind of just sparked in my head, like, "Hey, I could do this. I could do this." So, it, like, tattooing was never anything I aspired to be. You know, it wasn't. Well, you're a, saying it was like not on the table for you, even. No, no, I, I fell, fell into it, lap. man. Mm-hmm. I just completely fell into it. Didn't have a. No reason really. Um, I had started dating a girl that had a few tattoos, and um, she, uh, I, I actually originally was gonna just go get this son from, uh, you know, the Allison Chains album Dirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the interior sleeve of that that CD case. There's like this circular kind of uh, Native American, maybe looking uh, Aboriginal sun type thing, just a like a cave drawing of a sun, you know. And so I wanted to get that as a tattoo, not because I liked Alice in Chains, but just I liked the idea of that drawing, you know. But I ended up getting some other ones, and then eventually wound up back in college and use some student loan money to buy tattoo equipment out of the back of a magazine. But nowadays, of course, people can go on the internet and get all sorts of equipment they want. But back in the day, we had to just look at magazines. You know, we we didn't have... You walked so we could run. Yeah. And then I slowly just built everything up from there. You know, just little bit by little bit. Every tattoo I'd do, I'd take that money and just buy more needles, more equipment, whatever I could. Because I was still just delivering pizzas and other odd jobs at the same time. It's funny. We were we were cleaning out the back the other day. Yeah. And I came across your tome. It was huge. His old photo album of all the old stuff. How, how, what year would you say? Like, how, how many years have you been tattooing? So I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump ahead of you for a second here. The tattoos that are in that photo album are terrible. Well, <laughs> but that was about my second year of tattooing. Well, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna go with that oh, route. They, I mean, they, obviously, but, but the thing but is, that's the beginning. I didn't have anyone showing me how. I just started tattooing. Yeah, you you were rubbing, you know, two twigs together. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So were you just doing it out of your house then? Or? I start. Yeah, I started out of my house. Um, you know, having been to college for a little bit with the chiropractic stuff, I had I had learned a few things about you know health and anatomy and everything like that. Mm. Plus, coming from a family that uh, my mom was a nurse, my grandma was a nurse, um, my mom's sister was a nurse. So I, getting the idea of cleanliness and stuff, that was pretty much common knowledge to me. Yeah. Keeping things sterile and clean and everything like that. Um, so I would set up like in an area in my dining room like with plastic covering. It looked like a Dexter kill room. Like I would put, you know paint plastic down over things and make sure that I had everything that completely clean, uh, you know, as much as I knew at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I also was very smart about it. I, I started tattooing like grapefruits and melons and stuff like that. 
similar to like what I had Abby doing when mm-hmm. she was, you know, first apprenticing. Um, and just got good enough to where I was doing it on the, on the desk or the table. And then I would just hold it up with my two hands and practice steadying my hand. And then I got to the point where I'd do it just with my arms out like this, like just trying to keep my hands steady and then went on to people and then just got, finally got confident enough that I rented a little building and or rented a room in the back of a smoke shop actually. Oh, that's cool. On, uh, on main street of, uh, Aberdeen, South Dakota. So I kind of moved around a little bit after that. Bouncing around. Yeah. I went to Minneapolis for a while and, Baton Rouge for a bit. Baton Rouge. How long you live in Baton Rouge? That, so I lived down there. You were talking about 9-11. I was there during that. Mm. Because the guy I was working for down there, he uh, the shop was called Tiger's Claw. And uh, similarly, probably because of the LSU Tigers. Mm-hmm. Um, he had named it that. But uh, Tiger's Claw was like one of the oldest tattoo studios in the Baton Rouge area. Um, he had been there for like 30 something years um, by that time. Um, I was working there in 2000 to 2001. I moved back up here to Iowa in 2002. So, but I remember the day of nine 11, I was sleeping because it happened in the morning. Yeah. You know, and, and I was sleeping and my phone goes off and I answer the phone and it's my boss's wife and he, and she's screaming in the phone. And I was like, I can't understand what you're saying. What's wrong? I'm I'm sitting here thinking the shop is burning down, or or like something happened to Harley and he's dead, or something. Like she's freaking out, and she's finally I'm making out the words, and she's like, "We're at war." And I was like, "What? <laughs> what are you talking about?" And and then I'm by this time I'm like standing up, I'm looking out the windows, like like thinking like some like, red dawn shit. Yeah, what's happen? going on? Yeah, yeah. Like and and she's like, "Turn on your TV." And I turned the TV on just in time to see that second plane oh my God. come in and, and hit the building. You know, real quick, it, I did a Red Dawn tattoo today. Oh, that's so a cool. A silhouette of the guy holding up the rifle going, Wolverine. Wolverine. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's trippy, man. That Like, getting the phone call, waking up, we're at war. Yeah. Somebody's screaming at the phone. Oh, yeah, I was, what else? I was you like, look out your window. I, don't, I will it? never forget that day. That day was fucked. Yeah, I mean, like, my mom tells me of, uh, like, she was in school when uh, Kennedy got shot. Mm-hmm. And she'll never forget that. Like, I remember the day that uh, uh, Kurt Cobain got, like, killed himself. Because I was oh, in high school. you was murdered? Yeah. yeah I, I'm, on, I'm in your boat, Zach. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I, wasn't, was I was with the, what the news said. But. I wasn't on board on that, with that, until I saw the suicide note, which was so... I know Kurt Cobain had problems, and he was had a lot of self-loathing. But come on, there's have, a line there. Have you ever watched the uh, the Soaked in Bleach documentary? No. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, but it's like it has German subtitles across the whole thing. I don't but know. But like, it's free. It's a free yeah. version to watch. I don't know if it was that one or a montage from Heck was the one. It was one of them was discredited by Buzz Osborne from mm. from the Melvins. He said a lot of that. He, he tends to to uh, dismiss a lot of the the. Uh, Kurt suicide stuff. Ah, just a lot of the his life stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the documentaries or whatever. But I don't know. I will have to give it a give it a go. It's but. a good documentary. It, it focuses on like Courtney Courtney Love and like moments before Kurt Cobain kills himself and whatnot. I mean, it's pretty or kills himself. I'm doing quotes. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> air quotes. Some of the for those stories, of you that can't see us. I mean, that story about her, like her buying a Mercedes and Kurt making her take take it back, like. He was really just not about the money and the fame, no. and she was all the all the all clues the glam are there. and stuff. Yeah, yeah she but was I can remember, I, I can associate with that. Or he had an interview where they were talking about Madonna's concert ticket sales and how much they were charging for concert tickets, and he was like, "What people are paying seventy five dollars or something?" And or maybe it was even cheaper than that. The, the video's out there. It's like a viral video of Kurt Cobain. Like, man, how can kids afford that? I mean, you know, like, I, I'm sure he was not about the money. Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean, like, it feels like the grunge and hardcore and punk shows were, like, not there about the money more right. for the music. I mean, fuck, Fugazi played for five bucks yeah. up until they stopped touring. Dude, I, I saw uh, when I was living down in Baton Rouge, one of the best things that I did there was I went to a lot of concerts. 
because New Orleans is right there, yeah. you know, 45, you know, to an hour away. Biloxi, Mississippi, I went and saw Pantera down there. Um, but $12, I saw The Offspring, Phoenix TX, and Sum 41 Jeez. at the House of Blues on like a Tuesday night. It was like 12 bucks. We heard it on the radio while I was tattooing one day, and I don't even remember. I was tattooing some chick, and I was like, what, what did they just say? The Offspring? It, tonight? And she's like, yeah, I think so. And so I was like, you want to go? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, sure. And she called a couple of her friends. I called a couple of my friends, and we all went all right. down to New Orleans for the night. You know, Damn. it was a it was a good party time down there for sure. Oh, I bet. But uh, sounds like a good time. I also got some of my DJing skills from down there, which we talked about before. <laughs> oh, I don't. We don't talk about that. But we don't talk about that. But anyway, even uh, though it's so interesting, and it's people would want to know. People love to hear the stories. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's out. It's out there. It's not like it's a hidden thing. I just don't talk about it a lot. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Duncan knows. But uh, well, when I lived down in Baton Rouge, I tattooed during the day. Like, well, 1 o'clock is when we opened. He was like a superhero. Yeah. Tattooer by day, but by night. Tattooer by day. DJ by night. Strip club DJ by night. Oh, fuck yeah. 24-hour dirtbag. <laughs> And we'd usually go over to New Orleans for the evening afterwards and party and stuff like that. And go to Bourbon Street. Honestly, whoever was most sober at like 8 a.m. the next day would drive us home. Real quick, what do we have for time? Oh, we're about 56 minutes. We're, we're, we're getting good, there. Good internal clock. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I got a clock right here in front of yeah, me. Yeah, I, I mean, Zach, he doesn't see it. Well, I've got... Well, his I, is I, wrong. I noticed timer, that earlier. I, I hit it late. Uh, so I figure we're getting there. But honestly, you know what... what did work out nicely and this actually kind of goes back to way back to the origins of being in aberdeen south dakota i always wanted to be a dj on the radio which we've talked about before we've talked yeah, about yeah. how i wanted to do cartoon voices and and e even like when andrew's watching these animes at the shop you know and they're so over the top with their voices i'm always like oh no like i'm i'm going off on on these animes too yeah. I, i'm sure it probably annoys him but you know whatever i can't help it and uh anyways that DJing and and running the lights, running the the speakers, all of that stuff, helped me out later in life, because it taught me how to do that stuff. So being in bands, I've been able to know how to run the lights, and know how to do the sound controls and stuff like that. Do the mixing, all of that, and even when it comes to recording, and then also on top of that, DJing weddings. As a matter of fact, um. When and if it ever happens with you guys, I can offer my service as a, as a DJ. Oh, that'd be sick. I do believe Abby asked me that the other day. I don't know. Uh, what's your track record, though? <laughs> this is where you might want to say no, though. <laughs> because I, I think 80% of the weddings that I've DJed are no longer there. <laughs> oh, no. There's still, there's still a few out there. But uh, um, we'll be you could make you could lean into that and make it a whole theme and like you want to curse a wedding. Yeah, hire this guy. So you're and not just sure put on about it. It's like that that movie Good Luck Chuck. Yeah, where all the girls were like, "Oh, if I have sex with Dane Cook, then my next guy will be the, the guy one. that I marry." Yeah, it's like a I, reverse yeah, curse, yeah, yeah, or something. So the the woman you marry after this one will be the one. <laughs> God, I hope not. You know how much time I put into this one? <laughs> I think you guys are good. I yeah, think you guys I, I are hope so. Good. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I mean, 20% though. Yeah. You, I got you a 20% know. chance. I mean, hey, your odds are 50-50 either a way. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, you're saying there's a chance? Take it. Yeah, yeah I'm skiffy. I mean, I but, moved to Iowa for it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, I, I moved back up here after 9-11. Uh, specifically because of that, really. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I moved back to Iowa because I, I was like, man, if the world does go to war or something like that, I don't want to be down here in Baton Rouge where I don't I don't really know anybody. I, I'm just here. Yeah. You know, like I have friends and stuff, but it, it's, not it's not family. So I figured I always came back here to Cedar Rapids every couple months to see my, my oldest daughter anyway. And so I wound up just coming back here and... I did a guest spot at a shop here in town. He offered me a decent position and, and decent pay, so I went ahead and moved up here. And then I've been here since. 
couple years later, I opened Neon Dragon. And the rest is history. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. About 18 years later. Yeah. Boys yeah, for sure. Boys, nature's calling. Well, I you mean, that, it's a, actually a, a good thing that you're uh, saying that uh, because we are at the one hour mark. So uh, that music is about to hit and uh, cut us off here for the evening. But this isn't the end of the conversation. Is that unbelievable? Oh, that's crazy. It Whoa. is. Mind-blowing. We're going to keep talking, bro. We're going to keep talking night, for the baby. special few people that actually want to, uh, you know, be super fans and supportive and uh, subscribe to us and everything like that. Uh, you're going to get uh, yourselves like an extra half hour. Um, but uh, right now, this is where we have to close it down for all of our... Uh, Normal podcast fans. All you normies go all over you YouTube normal people. and check out the rest of it. Because not only do you get the, the next half hour, but you also get to see the drawing props that uh, are made from this episode. The zombies. The zombies <laughs> that Jason is dead set on doing. I'm also thinking about drawing a chili dog, to be honest. A chili dog? Yeah. yeah. I could go for a chili dog. Oh, I could I'm kind of getting hungry, too. All right. We're going we're gonna to go to Abby's and have her whip up, whip us oh, up. Oh, she's already dogs. asleep. She wakes Wake up her ass 4:30. up. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if uh, you are one of our subscribers, you're going to get another half hour after this. But for now, this has been It Burns When I Pod, and we appreciate you listening. Bye.